Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. Did you know that pornography doesn't have to destroy you or your marriage? We're the parents of eight active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we love to help people just like you. We're here to share hope and healing as we take you through our journey and the journeys of our amazing clients to greater joy and love. Come grow with us to a happier, more meaningful life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Self Mastery Podcast. Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Darcy isn't with us this week, but I promise she's going to be here next week. How's that sound? Hey, I just wanted to read a quick um, review that somebody wrote for us that I thought was just come like so beautiful, and I'm so grateful they put this person, this in here. This is from Sandy Knees. Um, Zach and Darcy have given me so much hope that I can change. Thank you for all you guys do to help people like me live a better life. So you're welcome. Super glad that we can do this. Super glad that we can help you get a little bit of hope. And I hope all of you who are out there listening have the hope that you that you need and want out of your life. I'm so grateful for you guys who listen to this because without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. And so thanks. We're so glad you're out there. Hey, um, this weekend, I went with my son, Brody, to watch his mountain bike race. And he, so he's repeatedly told me how much faster he is than everybody else at his practice. Uh, and he's, you know, very sure. Well, he's not faster than some of the coaches who have, like, electric bikes. <laughs> but he's like, everybody in my group is way slower than me. I'm super fast. And he's super sure of his speed and his ability. Unfortunately, at this race, he was seated dead last because he had missed the previous race, and so they have no times for him whatsoever. They have absolutely no way of tracking how fast he's going to be, and he wasn't at the last race because we were on vacation at the beach. As we stood there at the start area, we we started to discuss some strategies of how he, you know, could move up based on the limited number of opportunities that there were, that, you know, that this course had. So there's um, you know, at the starting gate, there's going to be about a quarter of a mile where you can take off and you know, pass people. And then it goes down to single track. So you really can't tra- uh, pass a whole lot of people. And then there'll be another, they call it the Jeep track. And that's like only about a hundred feet, uh, maybe a hundred yards where you could pass some people. And then there was this, um, and, th- and then that was, then it was single track in this track or this race was about five miles. So then there, the last opportunity for him to pass was going to be in the, this, um, we used a, a dirt bike track, a motocross track for the close. It was about a quarter of a mile long. So that was the last moment, right? So we're talking about all these strategies and we, we really didn't spend any time on the fact that he hadn't raced before and how, you know, whether or not that was going to be anything. And we really just focused on, you know, what's ahead of him and how he could improve his standings. Cause he really wanted to be further up. And then his coach shows up <laughs> and, you know, his coach just stands there and he's like telling Brody, you know, that he made a mistake by not being at the last race. And he talked, he basically talked down to him and 
was telling him, you know, how he was never going to win at mountain biking. And he described really kind of in great detail how if, uh, you know, Brody were like all the other racers at the front of the starting lineup, Brody wouldn't have this problem and he would be successful. And he, you know, he's like, you should practice harder and, you know, you aren't doing enough and you're kind of one of the laziest racers I've got. And this is really hard because even when Brody does things right, his coach never says anything good to him. Never is like, hey, this is what you're doing well. He never talks like that. So I want you to imagine yourself there at the starting block with Brody, and you're just like right there behind him. Now, before you, before you guys all like start down to the high school with your pitchforks calling for that coach to be fired, I want you to know that I made up everything about the coach. Brody's coaches are totally amazing. We love them. And, you know, we love what they're doing with him. But I do hope that you were rightly really upset at the idea that someone would talk to anyone like that. And I want you to reflect on how you would not allow that coach to talk to your kids like that or to yourself like that or to your teammates or anybody around you. You'd be like, nope, that's not okay. Okay. And I want you to realize this is what we do to ourselves. Most of us, when we find ourselves in a position where we, you know, we might find it impossible to win, like, like Brody kind of did. He, I mean, it was really impossible for him to win. I think he was faster than probably ninety percent of the people there, and he he was in an impossible position. He could never win that race, right? And that is how men and women act when we are confronted with our pornography viewing habit or our eating habits or whatever. We see ourselves like we're in last place. And then we just, you know, we beat each other up. We beat, we beat ourselves up. We pile on on top of that position of, you know, all the scorn and derision and the vitriol we can manage. And we do it instinctively from a place of evolutionary necessity, of course. But we do this. And we all of us, we have this, what I like to call a Karen in the back of our minds. And that Karen is like, hey, you're doing it wrong. And you, you suck at this. And this is how you should have done it differently. And that voice may have been useful when everything on the planet was trying to kill us, but it's not super helpful most of the time now. And I just want you to realize that when we let that voice dominate, it leads to lower motivation, it leads to lower well-being, it is, you know, it creates worse responses to negative events, it creates worse responses to failure, and it lowers our motivation to improve. So this week, I want to give you three key tools that you can use to deal with that inner Karen that wants to speak to your manager and tell you how you're doing it wrong, right? So the first thing that I want you to do, this first key, I think it, it really makes this problem something that we can talk to and con control and that isn't just this weird voice in the back of our head that we think is right, okay? And the first thing we're going to do, we're just going to start by naming it. I call my voice Josh. <laughs> and you're like, wait, why Why do you call it Josh? Because I cannot tell you how many times that people both in person and over the phone have called me Josh. I don't know why. I, I did have one guy once call me Zachary. Like, I'm not kidding you. They're like, oh, yeah, you need to reach out to the, the representative in that area. His name is Zachary. And I was like, oh, dude, you don't even know English. But it's fine, right? 
But most people, when they call me the wrong name, they call me Josh. So, you know, just ask yourself, what do people call you when they mess up your name? And if they don't, like if your name is John and it's super hard (laughs) to mess that name up, you know, just pick something. Pick the name of the person you hate the most, I guess. I don't know. Pick a name and... Then once you have that name, we're just going to notice what Josh is saying, right? So for me, it's Josh. You might have, you, you know, your person might be Karen, whatever that person's name is. Just pick a name and just ask yourself some questions. And we're, we're going to try and do this from a place of just listening, not fighting, right? And we're just going to say, oh, what, what's Josh saying to me right now? How does he sound? Is he like super angry or is he self-righteous or does he sound defeated is he loud? Is he being loud like right now? Is he like yelling at me or is he just like in the, just kind of like niggling at you? Like, Hey, 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 Hey. Right. Um, so is he loud? Is he soft? You know, what does he criticize you for? Is he criticizing you for not being strong enough or not being smart enough? Like, what is he saying that is his critique uh, or her critique if you're a woman or even if your voice is uh, just a woman, right? Um, or a man, doesn't matter. What does he criticize you for? How does he say it? What What's the language that he uses there? Is he like, I can't believe that you did this again, right? Or you know, just like write it down, P- pull out a sheet of paper if you have to, and just what is your inner critic telling you? And then all we're going to do here is just be aware of what that voice is saying and just give that voice a name. That's all we're going to do here. That's step number one, notice and name your inner critic. Step number two here is to diffuse and make space for your inner critic. Now, we know who this person is, right? And so I want you to just kind of recognize and maybe ask yourself, what's the absolute best way to diffuse a situation with any sort of Karen, whether it's in real life or in your brain? And I know a lot of us are like, no, I want to duke it out. I'm going to take this guy down. He's kind of a jerk, right? Can you, like, in your mind, you watch those videos online, and it's like, uh, it's the grocery store, Karen, and you're like, gosh, I wish I had been there so I could say that person's, you know, fight with that lady and tell her to be nice or whatever. Uh, and in, all, in our minds, that's the same thing that we're doing. We're fighting with what our brain is offering us. But the very, very best way to deal with any sort of Karen is with kindness, Right? We want to talk to that inner voice, you know, the Josh in my head, the Karen in yours, whatever that inner critic is, it, hit their name is. And we just want to say things like, hey, Josh, thank, oh, man, thanks for bringing that up. I think I've got it. Uh, why don't you go back to your desk and see if you can find out if we're going to get eaten by sharks or if there are any lions around, just let me know. Uh, but for right now, I'm going to take care of it. From I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to manage from here. Thank you so much. For bringing up the idea that I'm a failure. I'm going to see if I can actually just move past that. Thank you, though. Or maybe just totally simply just be like, oh, thanks for sharing. I'll handle it from here. Uh, and we're not going to fight or battle with this brain of ours. We're not going to fight and be like, no, you're wrong. You suck. I hate you, right? We're not going to do any of that. We're just going to acknowledge it and we're going to allow it to be there, and we're not going to give it any more value than we absolutely must. And by the way, the value that that inner voice has, just like that coach, by the way, was absolutely zero, right? And we're not going to get sidetracked by it. We're just going to keep going, oh, no, 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 I'm actually going in this direction. 
I don't I don't really need to talk about whether or not I'm a terrible, you know, mountain biker. I'm I'm going to win this race. Okay? And then the very last so that's, you know, step number 2 is just diffusing, right? So we're just going to be aware of what it's saying. We're going to make space for what that inner critic is saying. We're not going to fight with it. And we're just going to be like, oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for being there. Appreciate it. Don't need you to tell me any more about it. I appreciate what you've already told me. Let's move on. Okay, last thing is I want you to just be kind to yourself. I know this sounds like super <laughs> Stuart Smalley. Sometimes sometimes the things we talk about do sound like Stuart Smalley, right? And the 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 goal here is to just, you know, allow yourself to be the person that you like to be to others around you. So, you know, one of the things that I've been super grateful for are great friends who knew me, you know, the way that I really was for real, and they still treated me kindly. You know, Darcy's been that friend for me. I would also say that the Bears family and the Balio family have been that way for me, uh, you know, especially in the beginning of a lot of the things that I had learned and in the beginning of really the turning the corner from being someone who's totally stuck in a place of, of really bad habit of looking at pornography and then moving out of that place. Those people, they were there. They were like, yeah, we love you. We don't care if you look at porn. You're still a good human. Um, and as you think about how you are treating yourself, I just want you to try on acting the way that your best friend and the kindest friends and the kindest people around you act towards you. And just treat yourself that same way. And these small shifts, these three small shifts, and they're they're really simple, right? Notice and name your inner critic, diffuse and make space for your inner critic, and then be kind yourself. These things are things that you're going to have to practice and get good at. But doing these things will create the results that are going to be something you're super pleased with. And by the way, right? Speaking of results, when Brody finished this race on Saturday, remember how he started out 69th out of 69 racers? He was 39th, having moved past 30 racers. And really, he, you know, he'd made some moves on even on this narrow single track where you really can't make a lot of moves. And that single track made up about 90% of this course. So as Brody demonstrated in his work, and, and as I'm sure you well understand by now, focusing on the path forward and creating strategies and skills and processes to succeed is much more effective than punching yourself in the face and beating yourself up for what happened. All right, you guys, I love you. Take these to heart, implement them in your lives, and you will see great success. I'm super excited for you. I'm super excited for what you can do. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day, Darcy and I work with amazing men and women to remove pornography from their lives and relationships. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey, let us help you. Sign up for a consult at zackspafford.com slash work with me, and you can set up some time for you or your spouse to meet with me or with Darcy, and we can help you get started on your self mastery journey. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. 
You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link. And if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.